Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave podcast. I'm Dave. Um, Frank, Dave, good afternoon, my friend. How are you today? Everything's great, buddy. Uh, and I, you know, I wish I could say I was uh, up there skiing in Tahoe, but I think that's what you've been doing the last week. Tell, tell me what you guys have been doing lately. It's fantastic. Yeah, sorry we uh, missed a few days there to our uh, our, our friends at home. Uh, was up skiing with the family for about a week, so it took some uh, took some nice time and uh, got some great runs in. But uh, but I'm back, Dave. But not for long because I'm back for 24 hours and just in time to do the laundry, turn around, and head back out. I'm going to Florida. Tomorrow, Florida, of course, land of the free, home of the brave. That's what we used to call the entire United States, but now that's what we call Florida and Texas. Uh, going out to a little bit of a uh, little bit of a fundraiser there at Marlon, my you, friend. You can be rubbing shoulders with with uh, the tr- the Trump rubbing shoulders, there. rubbing shoulders. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of events going out to support uh, a senator who's running for Nevada uh, at one event, and then also going out to a big shindig for all the candidates that Trump is supporting across the United States uh, is having a big fundraiser uh, at Marlago on Wednesday night. So I'll be there and I will report back uh, on next week's podcast. I love it. We're going to get some actual on the ground information and insights. <laughs> I'll try to, I'll try to get a couple audio interviews, maybe yeah. some pictures with 45, you know, we'll see how it goes. Big, and then uh, I, I, you're, I guess we're not going to make it this year, but this end of this week is CPAC is going to be in Florida this year. Correct. CPAC is right after because obviously everybody who's anybody basically is going to go from the one event to the other stuff. But right. uh, yours truly is coming back home. And I believe DJT will be representing yep. uh, and speaking at CPAC this year. He's given the keynote. Sense. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's exciting. Something to look forward to. Hey, everybody, the world's on fire. Uh, yes. We got to bring you some highlights. Um and uh, thanks for, uh, you know, checking the, checking the podcast out as always. So the center of the universe right now is on the awesome people of Canada, the yes. people to the north. Yes. Uh, literally, my my birthplace, my birthplace. Frank's birthplace out there yeah. in Van, uh, Victoria, right? Yeah. So, and why I say worldwide, because it has trickle effect to so many uh, heartfelt rallies that you're seeing around the world. And I believe that the, uh, the Canadian truckers, the freedom rally, yeah. the convoy rally, whatever you want, we're calling it these days has definitely inspired people, motivated them. So as of right now, that some bitch Trudeau. Okay. We know that uh, it's been building up when we first mentioned this whole thing, but yes. as of right now, they used t- uh, force tactics. Yep. They've used uh, arresting people. They are going into people's bank accounts. Yep. They're basically saying, we're going to ruin your lives. So he's yep. got the, he, he enacted his so quote unquote emergency powers act. And yep. as of today, he, he just didn't launch another news uh, conference today, Justin Castro and saying, Hey, these emergency powers are not going anywhere. You sons of bitches, which means the, the Canadian people, by the way, when he says, you know, these evil, um, uh, these evil people, right. uh, we're, we're not letting up. Uh, we're, we're keeping our, our boot on your head until you all relent and go home and you, you, you uh, take a knee to me. Uh, right. Frank, what's the latest up there? Yeah, no, I think you covered it nicely, Dave. Uh, I think, look, we've got a lot of serious problems repercussing around the world and, and led off by Trudeau. Brandon Castro, the biological son of Fidel Castro, in case folks don't know that, Pierre Trudeau, his uh, former 
uh, dad, uh, that whole thing. So take a look at a picture next time you see that day. They look very similar. Um, anyways, back to the, to the story. Yeah. So emergency powers act used to be called the war measures act in Canada passed for only the second time. Guess who passed it the first time, uh, by the way, back in the seventies, his daddy, Pierre Trudeau. Oh, that makes yep. sense. And he did it to, uh, basically get his hands around political opponents in Quebec when, when Quebec was trying to separate from the rest of Canada and Trudeau, his dad said, no, I think we're going to invoke the war measures act. And, put you guys in prison. So his little, his little baby, well, not his little baby, but his, you know, I guess his stepson, I guess you'd call it, uh, is doing the same thing now. So like you said, tear gas, mace, um, concussion grenades, all against a completely peaceful protest. Complete. Now, by the way, I'd like to just juxtapose that against the eco-terrorists that were um, just a number of months ago who were forcefully against the pipeline, the Trans-Canada pipeline that was coming down into into the U.S. What was that pipeline, David? Called that got uh, nixed in the U.S. Mm. The it was the the northern part of that pipeline, the Keystone pipeline. Keystone. So anyway, so you know what happened in that situation? Trudeau said, "Oh, we have to let them just do their thing. It's peaceful. They're expressing their views on the rest." We see right. this, of course, Dave, time and time and again. Just like with the BLM riots a year ago, you know, dozens of people killed. Hun- you know, hundreds of buildings set on fire, federal courthouses. Well, they're just expressing their opinion. You know, it's okay. You know, Kamala sets up a bail fund to get these people out of jail. What do we have in Canada? You know, a few truckers, right? Uh, but because they're conservative and represent a different view, and not just conservative. I mean, they just, they were fighting for freedom. They just wanted the mandates ended. That was their main goal, Dave, was to have the mandates ended. And as you said, he's now come out this morning and basically said, we're going to keep the War Measures Act in place. Uh, and by the way, he charged the people that were arrested with mischief. I'm not sure you need the War Measures Act, Dave, to charge people with mischief. Uh, it's a little bit of a disconnect for me personally. Um, but he's going to keep it for the same reason Newsom keeping it in California, because it's the only way they can rule. They rule by by totalitarian uh, model. And that's exactly what they do. And, uh, you know, look, I, th- I think the truckers put up a hell of a fight. But, Dave, here's my concern going forward. I think they actually rolled too quickly because now we're seeing the result. Now he's going to keep the, the, the emergency powers in place. And anybody who has a protest that, that the current like government it. doesn't yeah. like, you are going to get prosecuted as a terrorist. And like you said, even people who submitted $20 online to, to help out the truckers or whatever, your bank accounts can be frozen. They are being frozen. We saw the horses trample over uh, an indigenous, uh, a Mohawk woman, an indigenous person uh, from Quebec. She's in the sh- hospital with a broken shoulder. It, it was honestly, Dave, as a Canadian, former Canadian, it was uh, it was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. The, the images are frightening. And it's it's like when you see these images, you think, OK, is this Venezuela? Is this Haiti? Is this, you know, the old Soviet bloc? No, this is yeah. 2022 in Canada. Yeah, that that it's 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 like oh my god, what am I seeing here? So, just yesterday, the uh, the head of the the the, uh, the convoy, the freedom convoy, he came out and yeah. said, okay, we're, we're he he realizes that this is he doesn't want people to get hurt. Over two hundred arrests have happened. We're we're going to be talking about thousands of people that are going to be outed. The I want you to mention her name. This the scumbag. Oh yeah, uh, female Christia. The, yeah, Christia Christia Freeland. Freeland, speaking the Dutch and Freeland. Yeah, I get a little bit of a connection there. She, she's a criminal. She's actually yeah. uh, getting the uh, informa- the bank account information. If you, like you just said, if you gave any bit of money to the, yeah. to the convoy, which is now in the 
what hundreds of thousands of people yeah. they're going to track you down yeah. they're going to uh you know potentially uh arrest you they can freeze your assets g- g- give me the background of this bitch yeah Excuse so they me. get totally dude you're you're absolutely right so just to follow on to that point by the way dave they can freeze your assets they have done that with, with at least two dozen accounts um they can so so the ottawa police they've been trolling facebook sites and dave catch this Ottawa police have been showing up at people's homes oh, just because yeah. people clicked like or comment on a trucker post. You have the authorities showing up on their doorstep saying, just wanted to hand out some information to you, make sure you're aware of, of you know, the, the, the laws and the rules and so forth, just for liking and commenting a post, Dave. Now, let me get into this, Christiana, Christia Freeland. So she is the Deputy Prime Minister of Canada underneath Brandon Castro uh, Trudeau. Um, I do want to, I probably, we published a lot about this on our getter, uh, page folks. So go over and check out our getter feed, uh, at rant and rave 1776, but Christian Freeland's grandfather was a well-known Nazi collaborator. Let me just repeat that. This is absolutely well-documented by the way, Christian Freelander, the current deputy prime minister of Canada, her grandfather was a Nazi collaborator and has well-documented ties to George Soros. Uh, let me just repeat that. Well-documented ties to George Soros. She's learned her way early on in life. She is a globalist. She is part of that World Economic Forum thing. She's part of that whole global elitist Illuminati model. And all you got to do is just find these points and time together like we do for our audience. Um, So we've every, you know, I, I hate to throw around that Nazi term all the time. In fact, Trudeau actually had the gall to get up there and call a a Jewish conservative uh, parliament member, uh, you know, a Nazi, because yeah. uh, there was apparently there was one swastika flag uh, out yeah. there in, in the crowd, that scumbag uh, Trudeau. Um, and she called him to the floor on it and wanted an apology. So good for her. So there was a term called brown shirts. Yeah. And brown shirts were was the uh, the military wing that went to people's homes, just like you described in the 1930s. Yeah. Okay. So uh, what we've seen, not only, okay, this is really sad. The Royal Can- uh, Canadian Mounted yeah. Police, RCMP. super respected. Yeah. And what's really been doubly sad about this is how they've all fallen into line to become the new brown shirts for the Trudeau army. Yeah. And talk about separate. And, you know, you always, we always wanted to support the people in blue. You know, it's the thin, it's the thin blue line, right? Yeah. They've, they've got to step up and they've got to push back and say, no, but they're not. And it's really sad. And we also saw, this is also unbelievable, Frank. Yep. We've not only seen the uh, RCMP pushing around and stomping on uh, friendly Canadians, we're seeing the UN airplane in people, right? Yep. So absolutely, Dave, this is incredible. I got this from, uh, from uh, one of our insiders up in Canada who checked out our getter feed. She sent me some video. So there's, I can't, obviously there's a podcast, but you go to our getter po- uh, page, folks, and you can see this. There is video of United Nations planes coming in with stormtroopers, basically soldiers, reinforcements. How do you think they all of a sudden got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of armed soldiers in around the capital of Ottawa? By the way, Dave, they, they're completely uh, nameless. So you look at their uniforms. Right. You can, there's no name. They're green. They're wearing green. They wear helmets, visors, uh, metal plates to protect themselves from the pulse weapons. They, I mean, they've, and, but there's no identification. There's no badges. It doesn't say police. It doesn't say anything. They just have guns and an outfit. Uh, and they basically just stepped off those, uh, those UN planes at North Bay, Ontario is the airport right outside of Ottawa. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. 
And it's also adding one more layer to this thing. The uh, Ottawa police chief was pushed out of the way because he, quote unquote, wasn't doing his job. Right. Right. So Justin said there, you know, this Ottawa police, he's actually being somewhat humane. To, right. the, to the citizens, they kicked his house out. They brought in a new police chief, and he, yeah. he sounds right out of uh, some some uh, you know Soviet Union propaganda. Yeah. He's right out of George Orwell, nineteen eighty four. Talk about these yeah. mad, power mad scumbags. And you mentioned it before. The big picture of this, Trudeau is once again he's a puppet, just yeah. like the Prime Minister of New yeah. Zealand, yeah. Australia, on and on. Same, yeah. The World Economic Forum. You guys look this look this thing up. The uh, this is called the global. Great reset, whatever they want. You know, there's a couple of different right. names for it. Right. And, and Biden was trying to call it Build Back Better. Um, <laughs> right. I know that's good. Yeah, that was supposed to be the US name for it, which is thankfully going down in flames. But the Prime Minister of Canada, Germany, France, Macron, Mac- Merkel over there in Germany, yeah. they're all part of this cabal. All and, part of know, the oh, cabal. Dave, you sound so wacky. So, um, you yeah. know, some kind of a, you know, conspiracy. This is all documented. Yeah. It's all, all documented. Yeah. And, the WEF is supposedly a nonprofit, but it's of a private course. organization. So yeah. they can kind of do their own things. But these are the global elitist multi-billionaires sure. that want to control our lives. And by the way, Dave, you're absolutely right. And just to build on that, guess where both uh, Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada, Christian Freeland, Deputy Prime Minister, oh, okay. and guess where two thirds of their cabinet. So this is all their senior officials, right? Like minister right. of this, that, and the other thing, kind of like our you know, uh, State Department and so forth. So two thirds of his cabinet belong to the World Economic Forum. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, can you believe it? I mean, I mean, two thirds, if it was like 20%, maybe 25, I don't know, like a small, but two thirds. Yeah, there's uh, gonna have to be a really extensive documentary or some kind of explosive thing on on, on what the WEF is, who yeah. started it. Yeah. And I don't even, you know, I can tell you, I can tell you a little bit, Dave. I've been listening to a lot of my buddy, Steve Bannon over there on the war room pandemic. So Klaus Schwab, a guy named Klaus Schwab. um, It's funny how they all have German kind of connotations, just like Freelander. Uh, So Klaus Schwab is really the point man here on the whole Davos World Economic Forum reset uh, model. And Klaus is sort of like the grand puppeteer. He sits kind of at the top. And all these folks kind of come in and they're, they're diplomats and the carry types and all the rest of it and get their learnings. They get their marching orders and then they're sent back into their little their little puppet governments around the world. and They do yeah. their thing. That's kind of how it works. Right. So basically, Trudeau's a puppet and he yeah. just mal- he just mouths off. He has a little script in his head because he's an empty headed soy boy uh, yeah. at heart. Totally. Um, Let's pray for the Canadians. Uh, we are seeing some pushback. Some of the provinces, like, for instance, Quebec said, screw you. Yep. We're not going to follow your emergency decree yep. Yep. Uh, on coronavirus or anything else. So- Six provinces actually said, no, we Good. don't need your War Measures Act, your Emergency Act. Uh, Alberta yesterday or Friday, I'm not sure what date is today, Alberta, the province uh, is suing the federal government. That was announced right. just in the last 24 hours. Okay. And I've actually really enjoyed some of the watching some of the parliament live discussions and the conservative group up there is strong. They know what they're talking about. And all we can do is say, hey, enough of yeah. the Canadians. Did, are, did you finally catch a clue? All you kind of brain dead, mindless, yeah. liberal voting people in Canada. If even yeah. 5% of you say, gee, maybe I shouldn't continue to vote for this uh, totalitarian uh, soy boy <laughs> and, and let, you know, send him packing in the next election, whenever that is. Yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm talking from the small scale, the local you know, police chief. In, yeah. Ottawa, in Ottawa, all the way up. 
So yeah. come on, Canadians, get you know, they will happen. They will absolutely. So yeah. Let's, let's move on to the other bombshell of the week, which I loved. And once again, put this in the W column for Donald J. Trump. The whole Russia thing continues to implode thanks to John Durham. Yeah. And it's taken him way too way too long. We've been talking about this for years, dude. Right. Special counsel John Durham, who's part of uh, you know the uh, the Justice Department. Right. Fantastic uh investigation and fantastic uh, uh motion that he that he got going there and uh, it's all for the world to see now that hillary clinton and michael sussman her campaign lawyer all put in uh money they got this technology firm to spy on trump before the election which we've all known right now it's there on paper yeah and he's got all the fancy codes and the sections and the violation of title this title that which is great yeah and then there's some bitches in the D Clinton, uh, freaking Hillary. You know what? We lost this thing, even though we tried to get them tied into Russia. So I tell you what, let's just continue to right. survey Trump's uh, servers in the White House yeah. years into his presidency. That's yep. called treason in my book. 100%. And by the way, Dave, not just the White House, also Trump Tower, as Trump well Tower. as his West Side apartment on the West Side of New York. Number of other locations besides the Oval Office. They kept this going. Obama was in the know. Biden was in the know. This has all been uncovered in 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 the uh, the the Durham work, the Durham report. Now, of course, is anybody in the mainstream media going to report this? No. Mm. Is anyone on the left hand side going to find out? Or no, no. Do most normies even know about this? No. Um, it just doesn't get it doesn't get talked about. I, I mean, it's just incredible to me how it happens. But yeah, huge huge win. Russia, Russia, Russia. Total hoax um from the get-go right i mean the whole thing steel dossier clinton funded all the, everything that we talked about all of it which we, and we were called lunatics for has all proven out to be true all of it you know the, the comparisons to watergate are ridiculous watergate was a nothing nothing burger the Democrats compared to have, this. have pushed as some kind of a grant thing for decades this was a bunch of low lives that it, it did a little you know richard people forget richard nixon won 49 states he yeah. did not need them to break into some, you know, some low level <laughs> office for a couple of papers. You know, exactly. that was nothing. This is this is the Hillary team and the DNC yeah. Yeah. actively grabbing information yeah. to build some kind of a weird yeah. Trump yeah. Russia thing. Yeah. And now we've got her, you know, caught red handed. Dead to right. And, and yeah. you know, some of the great clips I've been watching, you know, especially that one for Leslie Stahl from CBS. Well, you know, we we only speak the truth here on 60 Minutes uh, about about this or that. And Trump's going, Leslie, wait, we were spied on. Yeah. You know, I know. hacked into my computers. And, <laughs> know, oh, what are you talking about, Donald? I know. Yeah, they were uh, all they were all part of the whole thing. What I find incredible, Dave, is at the macro level of how you got now you got uh, you've got the war drums beating with Ukraine, right? You got Biden, Blinken. Boris uh, over there in the UK, you get everybody is beating the wardrobe. Oh, they're going to be invading in a matter of hours, in a matter of minutes. And why are they doing this? By the way, Dave, at the same time, the Ukrainians, they're sitting in the, in the coffees, they're having coffee in the, in the, in the cafes. Oh, they're not, they're not even no. concerned. They're not even worried. Why is it that we are beating the wardrobe so much, Dave? Well, perhaps just perhaps is to distract from all the shit coming out with the Durham report, the fact they don't have control of the population anymore because of the coronavirus stuff is a big scam and it's now been shown to be a big scam. Maybe they need something else, Dave, right? That's called the war. And that's, what, that's where they're at. Three words for you. Wag the dog. Yep, exactly. This is even more of a wag the dog than the Clinton thing in the late 90s. Yeah. Um, and he wants to show, you know, oh, Obama, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Biden, Biden, both the same. Uh, Biden wants to show, oh, look, I'm a tough guy. 
I can, I'm, I'm going to push, unlike that, uh, that rascally Donald Trump, I'm going to push back against Putin and Russia. Yeah, please. Yeah, it's Meanwhile, you're green lighting the oil uh, pipeline for the Russians to continue to, yeah. to let that thing flow, which, you know, Trump had basically shut down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good for Durham. Let's keep it going. And I think this is just the first, we're going to see some chips continue yeah. to fall in the next. Six for months, sure. So. And what, just to pick up on one last point, Dave, then we'll move yeah, on please. to the BLM story. But uh, the, the, the reason John Durham took about two years before he first started seeing a lot of these indictments, I found out through some legal connections that the, hmm. the law firm Perkins Coie, that basically is the federal is, is, is the law firm of record for the Democratic National Committee and for yeah. the Clintons, Perkins yeah. Coie. Uh, well-known, they fought every step of the way, tooth and nail, to reject every subpoena, every request for evidence, every request to turn over documents and records. They drew it out as long as they could, which is the reason why it took about two years until we started seeing indictments. Yeah, and it's just, uh, once again, going back to the the lamestream media that is completely discredited at this point, just how they're just brushing this off as if it's a little fly. Yeah. Oh, nothing to see here. Move along. Don't believe your line eyes. Do not believe your line eyes. We will tell you what to believe. Totally. That is what they try and get away with all the time. Now, speaking of line eyes, what's going on with BLM, my favorite topic? Our our favorite radical leftist (laughs) uh, scumbags. Marxist assholes. And and it's all being exposed now. So if oh, you know, they're hiding. Excuse me. they always hide behind the words. Well, don't Black Lives Matter? You're oh, yeah. racist if you don't. You know, it's brilliant name. I have to say, though, brilliant, really, name. brilliant name. So yeah. they're turning into hot shit because even in California, they've realized, hey, these scumbags got sixty-five million dollars from all you liberal left-wing, guilt-ridden white people out there um, that live in Silicon Valley. And yeah. Where's this money going? Oh, it's going to buy expensive homes. <laughs> exactly. So they're in hot shit and. Uh, they were pushing back on, oh, we don't want to release all of our tax documents. So who did they get to help them? Who's the best at twisting the wor- the, the reality? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. How about Hillary Clinton's yeah. group? So yeah. she got her, uh, I'm sure you've heard this name before, Mark Elias. Very well so, known. Yeah. Yeah. So he is a longtime Washington uh, a lawyer. Yeah. He's been involved with every not piece of nonsense that Hillary's been involved with for the last 20 years. So his very powerful Washington election law firm said, you know what? We're going to help you fuckers out. Uh, Excuse my language. So he and his group have now taken over the financial interest of BLM. That's right. Because and they've they've pushed back on this whole thing another couple of months because they know they're in hot doo-doo already. So I'll give you two, two other time tie-ins to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, Okay. The DNC basically is now taking over BLM as a new multi-million dollar hub for race right. wrestling. Well, you mean that, formally, because that's what they were doing at the get-go, right? So don't don't forget, Dave, that BLM and Antifa were fundraising mechanisms for the Democrat for the Democrats in the 2020 election. I mean, the, the, the URLs, the websites even went directly to right. the Antifa website website went directly to no. the Biden website. So all you're what you're saying now is that they're basically it's formally done. As opposed right, to informal. Right. Now we don't, now they don't even have to try, right. to, try right. to hide the fact exactly. that it's all, it's all combined. So right. a couple of other uh, ridiculous parts about this. Number one, uh, the ten, one of the Tennessee BLM founders, her name was Pamela Moses. Uh, she was just sentenced to six years in prison for illegally registering to vote while on probation. <laughs> Number two, Amazon. Hey, Jeff Bezos. Hey, we yeah, love you. They've well. taken BLM off the charity platform. You know, there's a way you yep, can donate sure. money through yep. when you buy stuff on Amazon. Yep. They've even taken them off yeah. because they know that BLM is, is, a, is a, and then I know you want to chime in on this as well, but did you hear about this scumbag? Uh, one of the more prominent activists tried to murder 
a Louisville, Kentucky yes. mayoral candidate yes. just last week. Yeah. Oh, uh, his name is Quintez Brown. Yeah. And he was, oh, they loved him on MSNBC. They loved yeah. him. He was on there all the time. Oh, he's like the he's the future of the of the of the Democrats. So yeah. now he uh, this guy, this mayoral candidate, Craig Greenberg, he wasn't left wing enough. Yeah. No. And Dave, the, the horrible part about that story is that dude got bail. OK, got that, bail. that was attempted murder. It was actually an assassination attempt because the public is a public official. The guy was running for a mayor in, in Tennessee. The guy tried to kill him, the black dude, and he, he got he got out on bail. So, uh, well, oh, he's still going to run from here. The bullet missed him, basically. Yeah, no, he, he didn't right get through the guy's clothing. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, he you're survived. Right. So, so all the the, the Hollywood leftists, uh, the the scumbag Hollywood leftists, and the Democrats bailed him yeah. out for like yeah. pennies. Yeah, yeah. So, so now he's out. It's kind of like, it reminds me of Baldwin. He's apparently Baldwin's hired some special group that basically came out and said, "I know I'm totally talking about another topic here." Basically, came out and said, "It's possible the gun fired without him pulling the trigger." Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, you, you can't make this stuff up. I'm and it's possible it. I'll be having lunch on the moon tomorrow. Yeah, is that a, is that a possibility? For, exactly. I, I mean, we got so we back on BLM. So just to wrap it up, Please. so we got four state attorney generals now investigating the whole fundraising model. As you said, it's now been formally folded into the DNC. So it's an official, it's officially a fundraising arm of the DNC now, Correct. which I would predict you're not going to sort of see the riots that we saw now from the, the last year and a half, because now there's legal association. There was legal mm. separation between the entities back when, when they were basically given carte blanche, just like Antifa to do all this bullshit during the run up to the election. But now they're actually part of the same legal entity. So I'm going to predict that you're not going to see this stuff anymore, or at yeah, least very, be, very little dust ups. It's going to be interesting. So they, they the, the Mark Elias and his group basically have about two months because they've got to somehow make amends, like somehow come up with some kind of an excuse why this $60 million did not go to social justice causes. Right, right. It went to vacations, homes, yeah, yeah. a good time for the leaders. So that's going to be, yeah. we'll keep you posted on that one. Keep you posted. Dave, it's great to see you. We ran a little yeah. over on time this week, but I think you know a lot of stuff to cover. Folks, don't forget to listen to us on your favorite podcast platform of choice. Uh, we're also out there on social media world. Getter, Gab, and Mimi are our favorite platforms. Please delete your Facebook and Twitter accounts. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.